Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Romp past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. This some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody, and welcome back for part two of the round of 64 of our Marvel character draft. And if you will, I'd ask that you go back to part one, if this is where you're joining us, and listen to that shit first. It would only make sense then, buddy. Uh, this is the Penny Bloom Podcast. I'm Colton Robertson, and I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up, what up? I'm fucking ready for the second half of this round of 64, part two, baby. Let's fucking rock this shit Mm. uh you ready to uh jump right in oh i'm ready let me let me just tell uh tell any listeners here we had a if you're if you're here for the first time go ahead and go listen to part one it's not that it won't make sense it's just that we had a whole other set of matchups before this uh and uh they they will have an impact on the round of 32 uh however that that is of no concern here we're we're the other half of the bracket for the round of 64 and uh i say we get into it are you ready i'm ready so we've got a one versus a 16 seed here and uh we've got steve rogers versus Jaling of the of the new shang chi movie mm-hmm. and uh it's 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 a shame but we do have to see Jaling go here yeah. Uh, St- Steve Rogers is definitely the winner and we'll talk more on him probably as the, dr- as the bracket goes on. So let's talk Jolene for a second and try to remain as spoiler free as possible. So as mm, to, uh, true. preserve the experience of Shang-Chi for the, uh, listener won't be out on Disney plus till November 12th, which will, uh, be a couple days after this is out actually, interestingly enough, oh, I but can't uh, wait. I'm going to watch that so many times at home. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to watch that shit so fucking much. And oh a big reason is Zha Ling. Her character is so fascinating. Her being the uh, sister to Shang-Chi and the daughter of mm. Wenwu. Uh, she might be my favorite character from that movie. Like As, as we've gotten further removed from viewing that movie, mm. she is aged as well as any character in that film. And uh I'd agree. I mean if it's not Shang-Chi himself, like Yeah, and I mean like she's she's a fucking badass. Oh she's yeah. resilient as hell. She's got that she's got that rebellious streak. She's she's here to fuck shit up. You know, and, and she's is, got that she's got the underworld vibe. Let's see. The difference I don't want to spoil like anything. Like yeah. the difference between Shang-Chi and her is like Shang-Chi was kind of like just a normal dude uh, for most of his life. But like she grew up in the thick of it. She was in the business, you know, like, yeah, she she's been growing up. She wasn't just in the business. She was kept from the business and still learned the business, which which lets you know she she had her wits about her at a very young age. So she. She's just a super fucking cool character, and I cannot 
wait for whatever she has in store going forward. And if, uh, if you have seen Shang-Chi and you'd like a, a more uh, intense conversation on that movie uh, with spoilers and such, head to our episode uh, 131, I think. It was, uh, we talked What If, the first, first, few, first half of the season of What If and uh, Shang-Chi. So that's where you'll find that. But, uh, yeah, it's got to be Steve Rogers. Uh, yeah, you know, he's every short king's dream. Uh, he's short, every short king's turned into just massive <gasps> of a man um, would be awesome. Um, well, I mean, he's just iconic comics and um, and in, in the MCU. And see, this is another one where, like, you take the histor- – this is one of the first ones, I'll say, where I took the historical aspect in, and it truly, truly changed the outcome. Like, Zha Ling's a pretty relatively new character, as new as Shang-Chi and stuff, so mm-hmm. Steve Rogers just has to be it. It is know? Steve Rogers. After, you know, It is Captain America. We are talking the MCU here, basically, and uh, it, uh, it'd be criminal to – to have Steve lose in the first round. <laughs> that's that's for sure. Uh, but Zha Ling, fantastic character, and certainly a few movies down the line could give give anyone a run for their money for me. Maybe uh, a Val can pay her a visit. Sometime. I'm thinking I, I, she's got her own thing going on, though, now. If you like... Need allies, I, I though. See, I see her. Kind of I see her going a little bit more of an allyship with uh with one Sharon Carter, mm. the power broker. Mm. I think that would make a lot of sense. Mm. But uh, uh, let's let's get let's get on to this next this next matchup. Steve Rogers takes it over Zha Ling. We're gonna dive into uh an eight seed versus a nine seed here. Mm-hmm. We've got Drax versus Cyclops. Now, this is a tough one for me. This is uh, one of the first, I believe, where we have an MCU character versus an X-Men character. I don't believe that's happened yet. Iron, yeah, no. Yeah, Iron Man was against Iron Fist. But that's, yeah, I think, I think uh, this is the first. First MCU versus X-Men uh, so this is uh this is uh tearing at my two hearts here. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I guess Sarah. if you count Miles Morales and at Wolverine, but uh, Miles we Morales discussed is... that yet. That's next round. Oh, whoopsies! All right, whoopsies. Um... Round of thirty-two. <laughs> but uh, oh, and uh, also last episode I lied about Wolverine versus Mister Fantastic being our first MCU uh void matchup. We had Deadpool versus Human Torch. Ah, there it is. Deadpool versus Human Torch, and Professor X versus Jean Grey. This wow. one is really? interesting, though. Like, I'm I'm having actual trouble here. Decide, like, I don't know who I'm gonna go with um, between Cyclops and Drax. Um, yeah, you know, I'm. Uh, if we're going off movie portrayal, you know, uh, if that, if I mean, that was the basis as to our choosing of the characters. I think uh I think Cyclops has had a better a better go of it mm-hmm. uh on screen. I think Drax is an awesome character. He's funny. Uh Batista portrays him perfectly. Uh but he's not Cyclops, you know, like Cyclops is the leader of the X Men. 
You know, like he's a way more established character. Oh, way more historic. He's first class. He was there in Uncanny X-Men number one, 1963. Like he was there as soon as it got going. He was in the thick of it. So I think it's got to be Cyclops giving us an, another upset here in the round of 64. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm I'm with you. It's uh just the character design too, just badass. Um, badass. Dude can't control himself sometimes. <laughs> like out, watching the uh, Phoenix Saga thing, there was like a a moment where someone just knocked off his glasses, like walking on the street, and he just literally like you know like yeah like there's he, a moment he, yeah like, his <laughs> eyes are open and he doesn't have his goggles on like that shit's going everywhere yeah like, like you can't stop it <laughs> that's it's just insane um but i mean like let's put some respect on drax right quick yeah yeah, yeah. you know he's uh he he's can, a cool character and uh i i do think uh the mcu did him a little dirty mm-hmm. they did him a little dirty because uh i don't know if you recall in guardians of the galaxy volume one he had as big a beef with Ronan and Thanos as anybody. That's true. They, like, they was killed his family. Hand. Yeah, he was like, first they hand were... affected by Thanos. Like... Yeah, they killed his family. He, he, he sought to destroy Ronan and therein Thanos. And then you don't hear about it again after that movie. Like, you just don't. Like, he he doesn't really... He brings up his family in Volume 2 where he's like, he misses them and stuff. But Mm. it's not a... uh, And Ronan does die at the end of the first Guardians of the Galaxy. So I think they were trying to kind of hope that they could narrow the focus in it being Gamora and Thanos more and Nebula and Thanos more instead of, like, Drax got his closure with Ronan. But it uh, doesn't make a ton of sense, you know, like he. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's uh, I never thought about it that way. Like, I just never thought about that aspect of like Drax's story, like when it came to Endgame. Um. Oh, and that, that's that's another thing, though, is that like. It's not going to be Drax who does end to Thanos. You know, that's not what's going to happen in the show that just doesn't that just doesn't make sense because i mean it's drax he's he's bottom bottom of the lineup in the guardians team you know like he's strong he's cool and he's powerful and stuff he's drax the destroyer but drax the destroyer isn't gonna kill the guy with the sixth infinity stones you know what i'm saying like that's just not (laughs) i mean hey he could have moved so slow and <laughs> that he did that he snuck it. up on Thanos. He could have, you know, he he but, has proven to be invisible. Um, there's a there's that moment in Guardians of the Galaxy two that like just fucks me up when him and Mantis are sitting on Ego, like looking out at the sunset and stuff, and she touches his shoulder, and she starts sobbing, like. She just feels immense pain through Drax. And it's like, fuck. Like, damn, he's just he's just sitting there with like a little bit of like a like a not a smile, but like a blank face, just sitting there, and Mantis can feel that he is just suffering Jeez. emotionally. That uh 
Another devastating character. A lot of the Guardians, man. I guess that's kind of what they all are, you know. Just that's how they. That's 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 a huge part of their found family. Like they they went through shit. They went through some shit, dude. That's their whole thing. Damn. Yeah, I, uh, the more I think of the Guardians, the more I'm just feeling bad for them. Um, like the only one that we don't know who's had a like we don't know to have had a tragic backstory is Groot. And who knows what Groot's gotten into, man? No, nobody fucking knows what's Groot, what Groot's done. Groot could be fucking ancient. We have no idea how old Groot is. Yeah, like in like Rocket is kind of like his dad, but like, how does that make any? <laughs> he is, like he is come the baby Groot. I, oh, okay, true, true. Not not first Groot. Him and first Groot That's are more. True. That's true. Are more like a partnership than a father okay, son. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, Cyclops takes it over Drax. Yeah. It's just uh, sorry, it's Drax. Such is the way of things. Uh, and thus we have the first first upset on this side of the bracket. Those nine eights have been going to the nines so far. Hmm. Uh, interesting to think about. Perhaps we should have. Uh, but let's uh, let's let's go to this next matchup. We got a, a four versus a thirteen. A couple of Asgardians. We got Loki versus Heimdall. Hmm. And uh, I got I got I got. I got a lot of love in my heart for Heimdall. You know, he's a he's a strong character, but he's no Loki. He was not the first he's not the first villain that the Avengers had to face and he's not very prominent. He doesn't have his own series. And... Yeah. Yeah. Dude definitely <laughs> had the power of the Soul Stone though. Best facts. Like uh whatever he had. Like I I, oh shit! I never really thought about it like that. Like the shit that gets Red Skull and sends him to Vormir, it's essentially the same power that Heimdall has. Why, Odin? That is why I think Odin had all the stones very early, very early. Like Bifrost is exactly what that shit looked like. Like and. Like, oh, dude, like, there's so many similarities between Asgard and what the stones do. Or, like, what the stones do and then, like, the people of Asgard. Like, Loki Loki is a master manipulator, and he can basically use the reality stone. Thor. Oh, power. And I don't know. He's more just a brute guy. Like, Odin yeah. had a spear that had a laser that looked just like visions that came out of his head. Had the bro, Odin had the mind stone right in his spear. Guarantee, like, well, well, he did because it was in Loki's spear, yeah. Like, and then they put it in Vision's forehead. And you can't tell me that the gauntlet that Hera pushes over is just a gag, like, it's basic. Ella, sorry. Uh, no, you're cool. I was like, because I was like, I'm getting... Hera, Hera, Hera. No worries. That's uh, a uh, Star, Star Wars, Wars one. Yeah. Um, but Odin had all of them. Whether he had them all at the same time, I don't know. But like, Odin had all of them. And uh, Heimdall is the soul. 
like soul stone like his eyes are orange bro can see and see like, every bro can see everything everything there's got to be he can see everything with a soul yep that's got to be it yep that's got to be it right 100 percent. like you yeah uh-huh uh-huh he can he couldn't see where uh like ultron was you know, or and like, he couldn't see. Uh, he couldn't see Jane when she was in the uh, the uh, uh, the alternate reality where she was imbued with the power of the ether. The ether. Mm. Dang. Yeah, that's uh, Heimdall's cool, and uh, Loki's cooler. Yeah, but just Loki's way cooler. Um, he has the reality stone. It's just a cooler stone. Um, nah, I, I'm saying these like it's confirmed facts. Yeah, like these are confirmed facts. Um, basically, is in my in my mind like this dude owns your head just, cannon. Yeah, that that's how he did it, man. That that's where he got all of his power from is the Infinity Stones. I buy it. I buy it. But yeah, I mean, we have six episodes of Loki's Losers where we we talk deeply about Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, what a. What's not to love about Loki? That series was awesome, man. I if they, I just don't know why they didn't say there was going to be like a part two from the get go. Like, would have made the show way better. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it would have. It like because I was like, I was really expecting wrap up with Mobius and. <laughs> A lot of other things. Like, we're like... And Renslayer and stuff. And we just weren't expecting it to end that way at all. And we're like, uh... Okay. Oh, part two. Okay. 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 <laughs> He's just sitting there fucking crying, as is everybody in Phase 4 so far. Uh, Just sitting there fucking crying. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> But let's uh I I'm with you though. Loki Loki definitely gets Heimdall. Uh and I wish I had more to say about Heimdall. Heimdall's dope. Uh I I he's the last like thing the role he, he played in Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Ragnarok was dope. The fact that he was like a leader the leader of the people of Asgard, like they followed Heimdall when there was no one else to follow. Uh, he just Talking about it, I like kind of want to choose Heimdall. Like I know I have to choose Loki, <laughs> yeah. but like boy, oh boy, the I last love Heimdall, thing Heimdall dude. did while he was bleeding out is, "Oh, fathers, give me strength this last time to send the Hulk to Earth to warn everybody of Thanos." Like that's his last thing he does, and then he gets stabbed, and it's like you die. And then Thor sees literally everyone die in front of him. Oh, it's just man, devastating, yeah. devastating, but. Yeah, Loki Loki has had his fair share of that same sort of uh tragedy, I'd say. It's adopted. Uh didn't know it for a while. He's an ice giant actually, but not a giant somehow. So interested in how they prevented how Odin prevented that. Reality uh, stone prevented him from it had man. like it has to be something like that. Come like, on. how did Odin prevent Loki from ever becoming a frost giant? The only MCU explanation that's coming to my mind is the Reality Stone. It's the only thing I can think of. That man, as it, that man, Odin just has powers. 
or he has all the stones. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So Loki beats out Heimdall. That's uh, that's that's the ending there, and uh, we'll go on to the next matchup: five versus twelve. Bucky Barnes, the winning the Winter Soldier versus Monica Rambeau, soon to be Photon. Uh, and like I just said, soon to be. That's all. That's all we can really, really say about Monica Rambeau right now, because I'm not going to lie to you. One of the strongest origin stories so far for me. I really, really, really loved her part in WandaVision. And if she is going, like, she might be the one to look out for above all the other side characters introduced in Phase Mm. 4. Like, it's, Monica Rambeau is, like, going to be right there alongside Captain Marvel and be, like, that's going to be someone that's going to get her own shit one day, for sure. Yeah, I'm, uh, her, like, her transformation was really cool and the whole like it's kind of still up in the air as to like what happened like um if like she had an x gene activated you know basically like but it's like such a like she basically has like the first x gene kind of like uh she was mutated yeah Yeah, she was mutated in some way um and i think it's um it's just because the first time she went through nothing happened, she got back out, but thrown out. So did she really go through again? Does that count? I don't know. Then she went back in on her own on her own will, and then she noticed her powers. So, like, was it the second? Well, it wasn't until then that she fully unlocked them. True. Hmm. Interesting. Do you think? I don't know. I'm really... Well, here's the thing. It's like, is it... it, Was it that Monica had a previously... uh, A previous inclination towards those abilities? Or was it that she was the only person who crossed through the barrier? Like, everyone else was just in the barrier. You know what I'm saying? When, When Wanda created it. That's true. But when she extended it, it went to all those she like sword in the barrier for way longer. Yeah. Like her DNA changed. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Duh, because the she comes back the first time whenever she went through the first time, and it was partial. Her it was cells like, were like blank. Yeah, blank. So like, definitely her DNA is changing. But then when she went back in, it was like the full transformation. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. But uh, hmm. but like like we said on the other episode where where Sam Wilson was a part of that bracket, uh, the Winter Soldier Bucky's been around for ten years. Was the subject of a whole movie before he was the main character, one of two main characters in his own series. Uh, and I mean, like, was basically the source of the argument and another massive movie (laughs) so like the winter soldier is undoubtedly had had a larger impact on the mcu as we know it than monica rambo has so far and uh arguably monica is also just monica's leading into cooler stuff though that's for sure that's for sure i'll 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 tell you (laughs) that for sure but bucky i just want bucky to get a fucking break 
I just want him Bucky to chill in vacation. New Orleans with with Sam Wilson's sister. That's the thing, man. That just be is it. uh is a guy like that like can you ever chill out? Is the thing. Cuz he tried. You know, he living on his own, he tried to chill out, can't. But he hasn't fully made, you know, gone through his full process of making his accords or whatever he uh the, yeah, he's whatever he's, he says he, to everybody. Well, he, uh, he finished. The oh, list. oh, yeah, yeah, he that's right. No, that's right. He did finish his list. Because she, she put, he puts it on yeah, his, yeah. Uh, puts it on the therapist yeah, desk right. and delivers it to the president. Uh, uh, president. Oh but man, I gotta watch that. I, I really like Bucky again. in that. Show. See, like that's the thing. Whenever I look back at that fucking show, dude, I love both of them. Sam and Bucky just knocked it out of the park. And I mean, I think to like. That scene on uh, in Wakanda to open up one of the episodes where she is Oye uh, Ayo is telling him or using the Winter Soldier activation phrases, and he's like resisting and resisting and resisting, and then she gets to the end of it and he wasn't activated, and he he like breaks down into tears and smiles, and I was just like, God damn, what a fucking moment dude like not a lot of the characters in the mcu can say they've had a moment with such emotional resonance the way that 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 moment carried that, you know what i'm saying that show made me cry so much like multiple the Falcon times and Winter soldier it was like just an emotionally riveting show like it was so it really good. was like and like i didn't expect that out of bucky like Coming into the sh- like, I I don't know. I didn't expect it out of Bucky at all, but he, I mean, Sebastian Stan just killed it. Like, that both of them just killed it. Like that show was just they awesome. were the they were the shit. I loved it so much, and uh, yeah, Bucky Barnes, he'll be moving on here. Uh, Excited to see where uh, over where Monica, Monica Rambo winds up. Oh, and, and see, that's the thing. Like after the Marvels and after Secret Invasion and stuff. Like, hey. Monica Rambeau is going to be going to be up there for me. I can tell you that much. She's one of those like that's I'm saying that for all these phase four introductions Mm -hmm. like they're going to be fucking good one day, dude. Like it's they've really gotten that shit figured out the way to get give people their come Mm. up. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And yeah, Tayona Paris in that role is just fantastic. But nevertheless, Bucky Barnes moves on. Uh, let's go to the next one. We got a two seed versus a fifteen seed. Mm-hmm. Got Captain Marvel versus Mantis, and uh, I love Mantis. <laughs> her, her power is really cool. She's really innocent and fun on screen. Like I love, I love having her around. She kept Thanos asleep for uh, like a minute. That's pretty cool. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Captain Marvel can literally destroy a planet if she's not careful. So he feels pain. <laughs> uh loss. He's too strong. <laughs> I I do love Mantis, mm. dude. She she is a great <laughs> character, and her dynamic with Drax is so much fun. To take names and you're one of the ugliest creatures I've ever seen. Kick names and take That's ass, okay. everyone. Yeah, take names and kick ass. Uh, kick, kick names and take oh, ass. Man. Yeah, they're uh, they're deaf. You are. Yeah. You are horrifying <laughs> to look at. 
Man, yeah, they are super funny. I forgot about their their cute little funny moments they have together. But that's okay. Because it, when you're ugly and someone loves you, you know they love you for oh, who you are. Man, what a brutal truth, though. Like, just like, how do you respond to that? You know, like, it's like, thank you? Like, or you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. Who did Drax lose to last episode? Because every time we talk about him, I'd be rethinking it. He lost to Cyclops in this episode. That was earlier yep, this episode? Second matchup. Damn. We be talking mm-hmm. a lot. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I keep reflecting on that but one. Cyclops, man. the hit, like... The history played played yeah. I just can't I can't ignore the history of Cyclops and the X Men. I can't let my MCU brain really Cyclops rot over really the rest does of it. win over Drax. Like he does, yeah. he does, he absolutely does. But uh, Captain Marvel definitely wins over Mantis too. Um, yeah, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm realizing the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are my favorite Marvel movies. Like. <laughs> And it's not close. Like, I reflect so lovingly on all these characters, dude. Oh, yeah. They are so fucking It's just sad that every single one of them, the only one that's moved on is Gamora, and that's only because she was against another Guardian. Yeah. Um, Every other Guardian has lost so far. Um, Groot lost. Drax lost. Mantis lost. Is Rocket on this list? Is he later on? Rocket's coming up. Oh later. no! Ooh, he'll he'll his will be a fun one. We'll say. Ooh, that for later, okay, but okay. This will okay. be a fun one. This will okay. be a fun one. Uh, but yeah, and then obviously we had Gamora facing Star Lord. So <laughs> the Gamora Guardians went ahead and just moved on. devastation is just what they know, and it just sticks with them everywhere they go. It sticks Dang, with them everywhere they go. Nebula lost Jeez. too. Damn. Just what are the odds, man? <laughs> they get paired up against these, like no, because like they, those are far and away the ones that I felt the worst yeah. about. Is when the Guardians are getting voted off. I'm oh, like, oh man. But yeah, Captain Marvel has to win, and I mean, like, there's no better example of that than uh, the most recent episode of What If featuring Captain Marvel. That that What If Thor were an only child? Boy, oh boy, was that a fun mm. fucking watch, man! Just answered the age old question and, uh, of who'd win. They answered yep. it right then and there. And Captain Marvel is a fucking impossible beast to stop. She is just in the nukes. What about Captain Marvel? She'll be fine. What? <laughs> like... yeah. yeah. Carol Danvers is uh she's quite quite the character, and I love that movie, and uh I'm very excited to see how deep she go she can make it in this uh in this bracket because she's got she's got a fun this is a fun little section this, of the bracket that we're starting with Captain oh yeah, Marvel this, here. This bracket is interesting. Uh, like like really yes. like this is this is a fun yes. this is like all villains. I what told the you, fuck? A lot more villains in this one. <laughs> this section of 8 has boom, 5 boom, villains. Boom, boom, that boom. is. Yep. Like right in a row. That's outstanding. But uh yeah, Captain Marvel takes it over Mantis pretty easily. Uh, shall we move on to to the next we matchup? We got a seven versus a ten. Ooh. Yeah, we got Storm of the X Men versus Doctor Doom, the villain of the Fantastic Four. And 
This one is kind of feeling like an upset, in my opinion. I don't know, though. See, I, I have, I have. Okay, I have a lot of love for Storm. I'm going. Life. I'm thinking comics, though, right now. Like, I'm thinking comic Doctor Doom. I'm thinking, like, I gotta kind of get that out of my head. Like, uh, I, you gotta go Fantastic Four, yeah. Doctor Doom. Um, it, and like he has the upcoming thing too, which well, so did Storm though. Oh, true, true. Okay, fair. And historically, Storm is like huge. Oh, I mean, she introduced in that resurrection of the X Men in 1975. She, uh, she truly became like oh. it, that was the that was the issue that introduced her, Wolverine, and Nightcrawler to the X Men. Like, she is the queen of Wakanda in certain stories. She marries T'Challa. She's a, I mean, she's a weather goddess. She is Mother Nature. Um, Dr. Doom, though. Dr. Doom's dope. No, see, this is tough. Like, I hate that this is a first round matchup. uh, Because this feels more like a later round matchup. This is one of the first ones where I can say that this feels like it belongs later. Uh, this is like because uh, both of these characters, like the two really, best teams really in the NFL, playing each other in the first round of the playoffs or something. Like, yeah, this is what exactly. this is like. Oh, you don't want them to meet up right now. Like, it's a cool matchup though. Regardless, um, it's facts. It's facts. And okay, I side with the villain often. So I, it's true. I'm taking it back, and like just looking at Storm. Storm probably wins this one. Doctor Doom does have that deeper history. He goes back to the early days of the Fantastic Four in 1963. Obviously, Storm only comes 12 years later, but that's still a while. Storm also has had far more adaptations on screen. We've gotten one Doctor Doom adaptation on mm-hmm. screen. Uh, we've had Storm in X-Men, X2, Last Stand, Days of Future Past, um, Apocalypse. She's been prevalent. And like a relatable been, character that you can relate to and have emotions. And is a, is a moral yeah. compass. And then she you have is. Doctor Doom. Who's Doctor Doom? Yeah, it's I. Uh, I got to uh, get my mind out of the villain gutter. Well, but see, I and, just and love. I love thing, villains. Is that I'd be more. Oh, and like, uh, let's let's give some credit to Doctor Doom's story here, then, because that's that's where I really go to Storm as her characteristic. She is, she is virtuous. She is, uh, through and through good. Doctor Doom, however, is this sort of uh, corrupted by power and riches villain who like also has the love angle. He fell in love with Sue Storm. Reed Richards and them had a love triangle. She picks Reed, makes him fall down that bad path a little bit more. Like it's there there's compelling there's there's plenty of stuff to be compelling there 
but in terms of like, but iconicism, Doctor Doom is, he is pretty iconic. Fucking, that's that's the Fantastic like, Four villain. You know what I'm is, saying? Like, he is really iconic. <laughs> it's just that so oh, is she. Oh man, I I gotta yeah. go Storm though. I gotta go Storm. I'm, yeah, that's where I land ultimately. Uh, I I hate that this matchup came so er- mm-hmm. like first round round of sixty four because Doctor Doom is one that I wanted to make it out of the round of mm-hmm. sixty four for sure. Uh, and you hate to see it, you hate to see it, but you also love to see it because Storm Storm needs to Storm oh, needs yeah. her shine, and uh, that 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 next round matchup for Storm is going to be a fun oh, yeah. one to talk that's, about. I, that's also a reason I was going with Storm because. That that matchup yeah. makes more sense. It's more fun that way. But uh, let's go on to this next one where we've got a three versus a 14. Mm-hmm. And we got a couple of villains, which this might be our first villain-on-villain match. Thanos versus Kingpin. He's inevitable. Move him on. I am inevitable. Now... What do you think? Do you like? There's a. I think it was probably just a TikTok. I don't know something that I saw, but uh, it was like other characters if they had the I am Iron Man. Uh, like if Mom. if they snapped instead of Tony, what that character would have said. Um, gotcha. Thanos is, is I'm inevitable. He said it. You know we know it. Tony's we know it. Uh, what do you think, Cap? would say like it wouldn't be snarky like it if it would have been cap it would have been a callback to infinity war when he said i am steve rogers and he would have gone i am steve rogers yeah it would like i think just because they would have done they would they wouldn't have been able to resist the callback they would have gone straight for the throat with that callback and then I don't think he would have said, I am Captain America. Like, I think Tony Stark had more pride to take in the identity Captain uh, in the identity mm. Iron Man okay, than he did fair. Tony Stark. Whereas I think Steve Rogers was so comfortable in who he was that him being. I, and I also think there's something there to there to be said for like all all Tony's life or not all Tony's life, but his career as Iron Man, he'd viewed his virtuous side as Iron Man, and he kind of viewed his, his self in a negative light in the Tony Stark way. Yeah, that's... At, at times. Obviously, he was cocky mm-hmm. and arrogant and stuff, but, like, anything that was wrong with him, it was yeah. Tony's fault, you know? And Thanos, man. That last I am Iron Man moment is him coming to be, I am Tony Stark, Tony Stark is Iron Man though. Like I am mm. Mm. I'm good. You know, like I'm I'm as good as it gets, basically. And it's so funny getting that moment from someone who was mm. so arrogant and stuff. Yeah. Like, I am Iron Man. Like I am Poor dude who I was am. tortured by Thanos it, but... his whole life though. Or his whole Iron Man career. Uh didn't yeah, even know just it. uh the the actual person behind all of his like PTSD you know, um, and, uh, just 
Yeah, sent Loki to Earth, which which is what gave Tony his his so, traumatic uh, stress. Love the fact that my boy got to got to dunk him. You know, even got a comeback while he dunked him. Um, was sick. It's true. Um, I cried like a baby. Holy crap! Oh, thank you, Thanos. Like a baby. Thank you, Thanos, bro. for supplying me with that moment. You know, you might have been the bad guy in the situation, but you still had to be there for that to happen. And I thank you. Um, and that, I mean, Kingpin, you're cool. And you're a Spider-Man villain, which makes you, you know, a cut above most other villains just by being a Spider-Man villain, you know, in the Spider-Man universe mostly. And, uh, but you can't beat Thanos. Um, <laughs> you can't beat the buildup that took, no, you, can't. you know, however many years. To build up to any, the respect to Kingpin, though, especially in that end of the Spider Verse appearance, you know, uh, like I will say, we had not watched a Spider Man villain murder Spider Man. Yeah, we we did watch that Spider Man villain murder Spider Man. Spider Man uh, get murdered. That that is kind of crazy. You don't see that ever. Spider-Mans don't die. That's not something that happens. So it's like when that happens in that movie, you go like I cried when that happened in like, that movie. And he yeah. was like a three minute character. Yeah, it's like Bro, but like later on in that movie, when Kingpin does the same thing to Miles Morales and Miles Morales gets up, it's like mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You relish you relish in the loss of Kingpin, I feel like, uh, to a greater degree than you do Thanos. And I mean, like, to a degree. Yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, there's the sweetness of the whole, like, finally we defeated Thanos. But, like, it, it is interesting thinking about, like, in terms of their goal. Like, Thanos wins at the end of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. But he ultimately loses because of time travel and stuff. Kingpin, he obviously his greater goal was interdimensional travel and and time travel itself to get his family back. But you could say that he won when he killed Spider Man and then lost later on because of these otherworldly effects that bit him in the ass. Uh, yeah, he just wanted that time machine, yeah, mainly for his family, but like also to go to every Mets game over and over and over. Um, you know, it's all about the Mets. Um, it's with, all about the Mets. Pin. But you know, it the it's kind of weird because even though Thanos's genocide, fair, whatever, it's so out there, you still somehow like sympathize like with Thanos, like. You, you get you the, kind uh, of like you, are on his side, like not on his side, but like you kind of you general like you generally get it. Like it's not like it's like you get it, but you're like this is like you you know it's objectively yeah, the wrong way like, to go about it. He's you're a like, villain, but he's like a different caliber of a villain. Like uh, I don't know, I don't know really how to explain it. Um. Well, it's because like he wants he wants an objectively good yeah, thing for the and universe. he's worthy. He wants even allocation. He wants even allocation of resources to replenish planets and uh, bring peace and comfortability 
across the galaxy Odin to thinks every that's planet. worthy enough. You know? Or whatever some Odin does. put some, in that. Some... Whatever magic governs that thinks Thanos is worthy. Whatever magic governs Mjolnir, it considered Thanos worthy of that power. And, you know, I it think... It has to just be based on your intentions. Like, in knowing yourself. That's why Steve could lift it. He was pure in his intentions, and he knew himself. Thanos, yeah, by definition, like was very, in he intended to do what he wanted to do. Like he was very clear and said what he was going to do. Even the only yeah. thing that's He's kind inevitable. of like uh, up in the air is, I don't know if he says this before or after, but he says like. It's personal now, and I'll wipe out everybody, and then he, like, still – I think it happens – I think he says that before he, like, lifts Stormbreaker or Mjolnir. Like, he says, like, it's personal now. Um, I, I will enjoy killing all of you. Actually, no, he just says, I'll, I'll enjoy killing you, um, I think. Something like that. I don't know. But, like, it kind of – his intentions would aren't clear in that moment at all, and he's like still worthy. But I don't know. But no, that's true. I hadn't I hadn't considered that. There does come a point where he he see, and that's this is where you can kind of go. MCU has can have some trouble writing stories. Really loses its sting whenever Thanos is like, "I'll just wipe it all out." Then, yeah, uh, and maybe he just meant Earth. I, I think, think he, he might have just, just meant Earth, Earth, like. Uh, which, okay, maybe that's a little, that's like a little better, but it's still terrible. Like it's a confusing conundrum and not all that confusing. <laughs> it's just like on, on a scale of how bad is it? It's like, it's, it's all bad. <laughs> it's just a matter of very True. bad to very, True. very, very, very bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, w- I wonder what Kingpin would do with the infinity gauntlet. <laughs> Give me the all Mets. the scores to the Mets. Mets everywhere. <laughs> all the Mets. Everyone the Mets. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be beautiful. Just a... Oh, man. Just World Mets full of everywhere. Mets. <laughs> Make New York Mets again. Wow. Let's go on to this next matchup after Thanos defeats Kingpin. We got a six versus... And eleven. Green Goblin versus Agatha Harkness. Okay. History is not a battle. Well, Agatha Agatha got his Green Goblin. Not the history game goblin. Agatha's got history, history, but not as meaningful to the character there, therefore's history. Like, Green Goblin contributes quite a bit Mm -hmm. to Spider-Man's history, and Spider-Man's the most iconic Marvel hero there is. Agatha Harkness uh, contributes in part to Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch's history, but is not, and that's not as big, that character wasn't as iconic as Spider-Man, and therefore... And she isn't even necessarily a top foe of the Scarlet Witch. She is the mentor to the Scarlet Witch kind of for a period a of time. Like, really? Like, to, most, Wanda, like but, to Wanda, you know, the grand scheme of Wanda. Like, Agatha yeah. will go down as a pawn to Wanda, but 
like her character i like is not finished that's for sure we're getting a lot more of her no, which is awesome not. um we're getting a whole series on agatha harkness and if we're talking if we are talking on screen we have i will i will point out we've gotten about as much that's of each. true. You only have Spider-Man 1 we and Spider-Man Amazing 1, and Spider-Man And we had a whole series two. with Agatha Harkness. Or Amazing Spider-Man. Oh. Is it the second one or the first one? Yeah, I think it's so. the yeah. second one. But is that... I don't know if that's the green... green... Is that the Green Goblin that's or is that Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin? Yeah, no. That's Hobgoblin. Same with, same with Spider-Man 3 with yeah. James Franco, yeah. right? Because it's... Cause it's uh, it's not Norman Osborn, it's yeah, his no. son. Yeah, I guess we only have Spider-Man 1. And then the cartoons. Like the classic true, cartoons. True. Um, that's Yeah, that's it. And then the trailer. And I mean the giant <laughs> goblin we saw We're about to get the spider Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ready. Dude, getting him back is going to be sweet. Looks like. like, it's going... Uh-oh. Like a modern, that thing modernized? Like, I don't know. And add add that purple accent in there. Don't make it just green. Add that purple. Just, just seen the pumpkin bomb. Just, oh. Like, okay. Just the and that's, pumpkin bomb. That's why Green Goblin wins this round. A pumpkin bomb in a trailer sent a shockwave around the world. And his laugh, like... You heard his lat. Like, <laughs> the iconist, like oh, no, my and I mean, God. looking back at that story too, you got the scientist who is desperate to keep his. Formula? Uh, his uh, the formula. Yeah, I'll do it myself. He, he's he's like a Thanos. He's got to do it himself. Fine, I'll do it matchup. myself. Um, which is pretty cool, um, but uh. Yeah, this one, this one, I would like to give Agatha Harkness more of a shot. Yeah. I would have liked to, uh, but there is there is this simple iconicism that comes with Green Goblin that just doesn't come with Agatha Harkness. You don't and really have Spider Man without Green Han, Goblin. I mean, you do, but here's Green Goblin is kind of crucial to Spider Man, and yeah, it's true, it's true. But I think to, I think to WandaVision, and I think about that Agatha Harkness character. And she was fucking, that was just such a special show. And that whole series, we were speculating, who the fuck is Agnes? What is her deal? She was always there. And I don't think if we've, I don't think that I've really gone back and watched that show. Like, that's Agatha Harkness. She's a villain. She is doing this the whole time. She's doing things the whole time. I haven't really watched it through that lens. Uh, so I'm excited to see how, like, just how prevalent she is. Cause she's in, she's in every episode. Like she is there a lot. And this just the character design, whenever she goes full witch mode, the ability to absorb all of that, all of that magic and just, she, she's super fucking cool. She is super, super fucking I, um, I, Man, I really want to know, like, if she is, like, mindless right now, 
or if like she still has some control but just played it off so that Wanda would leave and then like she's yeah. going to like make her own version of Westworld or something along the line like um wh- why did I say Westworld? Yeah, why did I say Westworld? West Westview. Well, Westworld's a whole other <laughs> That's thing. That's a little uh, out of Marvel's scope I think right now. Um Yeah, right now. For now until <laughs> Disney owns HBO, which isn't <sighs> Out of out of reach, you know. <laughs> I mean, they could own Warner oh, Brothers God. one day, probably. Um, but yeah, um, maybe in maybe in uh, five uh, ten years, Agatha would take this over Green Goblin. Um, but for, for now, now, I think I think the Goblin's got to move on. I think the Goblin does move on, I, but I think. It was Agatha all along. Dude. That jingle is pretty freaking catchy. No, and like I think it's like looking back, it will be like a a pop culture defining moment in twenty twenty one. Like it was Agatha all along was like the first plot twist of twenty twenty one. I Oh you I like uh I'm thinking of just the possibility of uh, having Agatha beat Green Goblin here. And I'm just uh, hearing my inner child screaming at me. Um, yeah, my inner child wouldn't let that happen either, you, man. We can't disregard like how big of an effect Agatha like really had. Like, Honestly, that jingle got... So many people into watching that show, and then that show blew up way more because of Agatha. Like it's truly Agatha all along in every aspect. They've breaking the fifth in every wall. aspect. Like they're, they're, they've gone into our homes, Bro. man. Like it's it's crazy what Marvel's doing now. They probably, but uh, it's true. But you know the way Willem Dafoe plays that that manic green goblin going through a uh, a mania where he's hearing the goblin speak to him and he's looking in the mirror seeing a whole other version of himself there's a lot more there's a lot more to that character i feel like than heart agatha has for now uh but i cannot wait to see what agatha becomes in the mcu so for now we'll go green goblin over agatha but it'll come back around one day i'm sure i'm sure of it oh yeah uh Let's let's go on to this next uh, this next part of the bracket. We've got a one versus a sixteen again. Thor versus Jessica Jones, and uh, Jessica Jones rocks. She's cool. She's dope as fuck. The actress who plays her in that Netflix series is fucking cool. I loved her in Breaking Bad as a uh, uh, Margolis, whatever her first name was. She uh, OD'd next to next to. Uh, uh, Pinkman, Jesse Pinkman. Oh, yeah. She plays yeah. Jessica Jones in the Netflix yeah, series. Yeah, I remember that scene. Now, uh, uh, it's a pretty, yeah. uh, it's a pretty scarring scene because uh, Walt Walt let some things happen that he could have, yeah. you know, yeah. stopped. That was one of the first ones where I was like, "I'm out, I'm out on Walt. Fuck this guy." Uh, but uh, yeah, it's Thor. It's it's Thor. It, because because it's Thor. I mean, it is. You know, it, it need us say more than it, it is it's Thor. His Thor. 
Tis um, Thor, need I say more? Like, tis goodness to his core. Ragnarok alone, like you can that that one movie alone, like just goaded, like I Ragnarok, like that's that's another just fun Marvel movie. That that one will never get old. Ragnarok will never get old. That one, that one is that one's just that one's just fun, and uh, it is one that you can just revisit pretty, pretty consistently. And uh, I mean, Thor is fantastic in it. He has his real, like he saw a lot of development in those first couple, those first couple movies due to his relationship to Jane and stuff. But then he had to grow up outside of Jane. Which which mm. I enjoyed a lot. I think it was because uh, was it at the end of Thor that Loki destro- destroys the the uh, the bridge to the mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Bifrost? So whenever he comes back and Jane's like, "Where were you? What the fuck?" and he's like, "I'm sorry, Loki <laughs> destroyed the Bifrost, and I was protecting the universe from." I was protecting the nine realms from certain destruction and keeping the peace. And she's yeah. like, that's oh, a pretty man. good reason. Uh, I've been mad at you this whole time. And But yeah, Thor, <laughs> Thor's got a tragic, tragic one, man. Now and, that he's joining uh, the Guardians, though, wh- it just makes sense. It just He'll makes sense fun. that they're all devastating. Bro. It does. Damn. Yeah, there it goes. They got to have that found family. You lose your family, family, you find a new one. Damn, man. At least we got one guardian, kind of a guardian winning. I mean, yeah, yeah. We had Gamora earlier, so yeah, we had a guardian winning. Well, it was it was nice that we built in a place for a guardian to win by having two of them face without even knowing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, speaking speaking of, and uh, we'll go on to the next one. That was a nice, quick one. Thor beats Jessica Jones. It feels fairly obvious to say. Speaking of the Guardians, though, mm. let's do an mm. eight versus a nine one more time. Last time on the bracket, I'm pretty sure, for an eight and a nine. Rocket versus Ant-Man. Rocket Raccoon versus Ant-Man. And I got to tell you, I love Paul Rudd. But that raccoon let's is Let's go, baby. We got a though. Guardian victory. We got a legit Guardian victory. That raccoon has made me cry tears. Um, emotionally connected to a tree. Um, insane, insane that a raccoon in a tree can get me to move to tears. Uh, but they did. Oh, and I, I think to the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, at Yondu's funeral, when everyone, like, they're all looking out and they're like, they came. They all came. And Rocket, like, looks down and he's like, yeah. They did. Even after he was an asshole and stole batteries he didn't need and only ever tried to hurt people. Like Rocket like like he like the dude's just so like another just devastating character. And the cybernetic enhancements to a raccoon already very, very uh disturbing. And uh it's called a rabbit all the time. I'm just glad he's found I'm just glad he's found his peace with uh with yeah, with Groot and the Guardians. Rabbit. Like when you're like it's like calling <laughs> a, it's like 
calling a human like a flamingo. Well, he doesn't know he's a raccoon either. They're like, raccoon, he's oh, like, yeah, what's a raccoon? Oh, really? <laughs> he doesn't know that either. Like, he's just, he's just rock. He, only one of me oh, yeah, is that's me. Right. That's right. You know, like. Uh, he is very proud of himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like, uh, like yeah. Rocket moving on here. Um, and, you know, we got to mm-hmm. put some respect on Ant-Man. We do. Uh, it's a shame that neither uh, Ant-Man or the Wasp is going to be moving on here. Talk about think. a yeah. devastating thing. Both... He came, like, out of time travel to a world, like, that he had no idea what happened. Like, he just, like, he went to his house and his daughter was five years older than he last that, saw like... her. <laughs> And you know what's crazy? Like comparatively, he got it good. Yeah. To like wow. most people. Man. That's uh I don't know, man. Love the Ant-Man movies. Um don't have a problem. Don't got a I do too. I I really Oh, and I really don't have a problem with Ant-Man at all. Yeah, I don't know what the hell how those lights turned on. I didn't even know they were there. It kind of freaked wow, me I'm, out. I'm, Okay. Uh, um, it's kind of weird. I'll leave it alone. I. I'll let you know <laughs> if I see anything like yeah. moving behind you or anything. Uh, All right, I think I'm clear. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right, I think I think I think we're good. Uh, but yeah, I love the Ant Man movies and I love Paul Rudd. Uh, but man, Rocket Raccoon. Uh, I ha- I've had more emotional resonance with him as of now than I have Ant-Man. And Ant-Man's had some great moments. Don't get me wrong. There's been some uh, emotionally resonant stuff with him and uh, him and Hope. And uh, with Hank, even. Like, they've, they've, they've had some good ones. but uh, none of- and, and his moment when he reunites with his daughter. That's one of my favorite Ant-Man moments there is. Uh, but he is often the comedic relief. The tacos. And, uh, I mean, so is Rocket. But come on, the man. Tacos. Those... And then Hulk. You got a good wholesome Hulk moment though, out of that. Oh, dude, that wholesome Hulk moment was the shit. <laughs> like I remember going, Oh Chef Hulk. You know, like Look at the guy I was holding oh, to. Hulk. Just the big old guy and offering like, him little tacos. tacos like, the... like just pinching him like they were just like super I... He's gotta eat That's a like bunch a bite of those size for Hulk. Full, That's literally like a bagel bite. Like, you know, a bagel bite is like a bite-sized pizza, but like a pizza is like a bagel <laughs> bite to Hulk, you know? It's like, damn. That's facts. Poor guy. <laughs> what a world he's living in. He's got to enlarge all this food. Somehow. Maybe he's got to hit up Ant-Man about that technology he's be wearing. He just like wraps his food in it, enlarges it, and then... is that? Do you think it could work that way? It has to, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on, like... You mean... Yeah. If I... If if he were to what? enlarge this apple... It would just be a big apple. I could eat way more of it. That, yeah. that thing would just the, be New yeah. York. Yeah. It's a big apple. They could really solve world hunger, man, with this tech. 
Just make food huge. Like, so <laughs> many everybody less animals have to die. Just make one gigantic Human, cow. Humans are just like, every state is like, yo, it's dinner time. They just put a giant apple on the state capitol, and like, we all converge. Just every day, it's just some different giant food that everyone just all eats. Just one giant food. That's all we get. Nothing else. You don't know what you're getting. This like pudding is cup. communism. Just one giant pudding cup. Everyone's just swimming around and just eating. Just pudding cup. Like, you know, just one day. Loaf of bread. Just giant loaf of bread. You know, nothing else. That's all you get. That would be... Bring your it's BYOB. Bring your own butter. That would be, dude. Honestly, that'd be kind of exciting to live in a world like that. Oh my god, just not. What's dude? The, what's the fucking statewide food? You just your be wallpaper, today? like basically, is just the food of the day. You know, like because that's all that matters. Um, so you just yeah. check your phone. You're like. <gasps> A strawberry! Oh my god! And then you, you just run and go eat a strawberry. Oh man! You just run. I mean, and you, you have get to run before it's gone. Yeah. I mean, it's big, but everyone's eating it. You know? Yeah. You sl- I mean, early bird gets the worm. It's true. Rocket but, uh... beats out Ant Man. Ultimately, that's yeah. why Rocket beats Ant Man. Um. Let's uh let's go on now to uh the next matchup. We've got a four mm. versus a thirteen. This is a fun one. One of the more fun ones across the whole the whole shits here. We got Vision go. versus the Watcher. And while while I did say it would be fun, yeah, I didn't say it'd be all that difficult. Uh, it's it's a fun one on paper. You look at Vision, you look at the Watcher, you're like, holy shit, those are a couple characters that are super fun. Semi faced off, didn't really, uh. In a way, his body faced off with the Watcher. Uh, the Vision and the Watcher probably would have got along quite well, if I, I had to say. Would. I think. Uh, I think Vision. I think they kind of hit it off. He would have the. Would like, really want to hear have, stories. Uh, Vision would have the moment of realization that there's like universes out more, or like at the multiverse earlier than Ultron. Because, like, Ultron literally needed nothing to exist yeah. in order for him to realize that. But, like, Vision would have just kind of... I think he would have got there, like, almost instantly. Like, with all the Infinity Stones. And I think he would have just, like... We would have yeah. just seen him phase through the, like, whatever wall that is that the Watcher's, like, looking at. And he just goes, hey, who are you? You know, like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then you? they just... Yeah, just hit it off. I, I feel like, oh, you just... You just watch. You don't intervene. You're just this peaceful watcher. Oh, can I join you? Like, I, I feel like you know. I feel like that's what Vision would be. Yeah, like. this is dope. Just... I love this. No, <laughs> yeah. Vision and the Watcher would hit it off, man. He would just. He would love oh, yeah. to hear what the Watcher has to say about. It. And like, they would just like go back and forth. Like, what I do mean, you think, think this means? If ah, Vision what's that and mean? Ultron like, could have a somewhat meaningful conversation, you know, I'm pretty sure the Watcher and Vision would like. Yeah, they got. Well, and that's another thing that I love about Vision, and ultimately what WandaVision made me realize is that Vision is like a top mm. five favorite Marvel hero of mine. Like, I absolutely love this dude. Uh, he is 
you know who he reminds me of? And this is this is this says a lot about this other character. Hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay. Yeah, I see it. Like, like a wizened, chilled, direct, civil, like, like peacemaker. Like he, like Vision will find the way. The Avatar. Hey, let's figure this out. Avatar. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like Aang. Just yeah. There you go. Robot philosophy. It's really cool. Uh. And 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 all all throughout, it's that mm. I will do what I must. You know, like that's that's vision. You know, like he's our very existence breeds conflict Just, and conflict. Like love watching him become more human, but him analyze that he's becoming more human. Which is just hilarious because, like, that's just what computers do. Like, he's he's just a supercomputer, and uh, a, yeah, just like stop a lying to me, human is basically what he is. Like, just the the most a human yeah. could function, and uh, can't eat a piece of gum though. I fucking love that'll it. screw him right up, clog the gears. Dude, he will be <laughs> drunk as fuck. Yeah, didn't if know you give the inside gum, of Vision was that, was that simple looking. It was just up. those gears, you know? Just those simple looking gears. <laughs> yep. I love that 50s cart- <laughs> yeah, 60s cartoon ass. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Kind of crazy. Stomach. Um, <laughs> yeah, not vibranium, not vibranium and computer but components. Yeah. No, not at all. It's just, uh, it's just hollow with a bunch of gears mm. and pistons and shit. Uh, but you know, not a lot to say about the Watcher. We got a Watu throughout a What If, and uh, he was he was fucking awesome. Loved uh, loved Jeffrey Wright and that voice. Uh, but you know, we really we just he just narrates for seven episodes mm. and then springs to action you for a couple. Have been chosen. So it's like. Voice is so cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we we don't even see him do all that much. He he gets other people to do the shit for him. Really, he only really acts when he has to fight Ultron for a bit. True. And uh, and it's only because he had to. The dude came right to him. He stepped right to him and was like, "Yo, wow, fight a me. what if that I didn't even think uh, of is what if like Shuri got the stone out in time, and then Wanda did destroy it. Oh yeah, man. Or what if?" Vision and Wanda joined the fight when Thanos just was there right away. <laughs> Would have been an easy, like, uh, what, like, Wanda and Vision together, like, could have just taken him. Like, they are so good together, dude. Like, and that's another thing that's like their love, their, their romance is far and away my favorite comic book romance Man, there well, is. Just like the, 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 that last storyline of like, like Wanda being the only one who can destroy it. Like, come on, yeah. Like, oh my god. You. Like, what would have happened? Like, okay, obviously Thanos could have just went back in time, no matter what, and got it. But say he couldn't do that, and they destroyed the Mind Stone. Like, what would Thanos have done? You know, like he would have. He would have had to do it the old. He, he, yeah, it's interesting. See mm-hmm. what what sucks, like 
and like obviously like we can do all this these leaves dr strange ultimately said like there was one way it was going to work this was the one way like fuck all that for a second fuck all that for a second the problem is that the time stone mm, is the one we're not you'd destroying. have to destroy the time stone because no matter what, like no matter when you destroy that stone, as long as he can get the time stone, That's it's true. on the table. You Dang. know what I'm saying? So there's really no beating him. <laughs> that's why it took 14 million, 14 something. Yeah, that's like, and that's why ultimately the way was to just give him the fucking stone. Dang. They were like, Fuck, only fine. if, uh... like, I wonder. That's interesting how, like, they would have destroyed it. So they got it out of Vision's head. Vision's still alive at this point. But he doesn't have... Yeah. Is he just a brick? How do... He can't fly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess yes, he's fine. I, I believe he can. How much of yeah, his power like he's still, is the Yeah, he is stone? still... Ve- well, they make that point in the in the movie. They don't explicitly state, but they're like, "There's so much there. There's my layer. There's Bruce's la- Bruce Banner's mm-hmm. and Tony Stark's and Jarvis." And then they said, and "Like, then, if we take the stone like, out, then there's still a lot, a whole lot of vision left." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe they yeah. weren't trying to preserve sure. his power. Get the human. Maybe Ooh, they were just like, trying just the human to preserve. Form? That yeah. would that'd be an int- that they are oh they they're gonna do that. I feel like next season that's a what if, like, I don't know. They could, there's so many what ifs though. That, like you can ask so many what if questions. Like how can I? Yeah, no, they're they're not, that's not oh dude like, they're yeah exactly. Um, Regardless though, yeah. Uh, Vision does Vision does beat the Watcher. He's just. He's become one of those ones that's mm. impossible not to like. You know, like that scene in Age of Ultron where he lifts the lifts Mjolnir <laughs> after they've all been fighting to compete, and they're like, "How do we know you can trust you? How do we know we can trust you?" And he's like, "You'll just have to." <laughs> and then he lifts Mjolnir, and they're like, "Okay, yep, that's well, fuck, uh, I guess we can trust him." <laughs> like that would worthy, be worthy, I suppose. That was. Like, actually funny. Like, an actually, like, funny part of the movie. Like, th- that movie gets so trashed on. But, uh, like, that moment where Vision lifts Mjolnir is... Dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's one of the best, like... Yeah. I like it more than the first like, Avengers Like, I don't movie. see how people can put the first Avengers movie above Ultron. Like, we have... We I can't get, either. You get Wanda, you get Quicksilver, even though Quicksilver dies, but like still cool. Um, like you get, yeah, Ultron. What the? Well, yeah, I guess I. I mean, I don't know. I. <laughs> no, I mean, like, here's the thing: Ultron's an iconic Avengers villain, like one of the oldest foes they have. He's a cool addition to the to the MCU. Regardless, the King, you know what I'm saying? On, man. Jeez. I have no strings on me. Mm. Mm. That shit was strong. Let's go on to this next matchup, though, where we've got a 5 versus a 12, and this is a fun one. Uh, We got Mm -hmm. Shang-Chi versus Okoye. 
And um, love me some Okoye. She's been badass and a bunch of stuff. Bunch of stuff. Uh, loved seeing her in, uh, in Black Panther, Infinity War, and Endgame. Specifically Endgame is when she's like, like whenever there's a council of, you know, mm. Captain Marvel and the Hulk and War Machine and Black Widow, who's the representative from Wakanda? While T'Challa snapped, mm-hmm. it's Okoye. You know, like I think that's I think that is saying something mm. more than enough in and of itself. You know what I'm saying? Like the her being like I, the de facto leader of the Dora Milaje. It seems like she's definitely oh yeah the commander definitely. of the armies, sort of. Uh, she is super fucking cool. Her uh, like storyline or like whenever she decides to say no to killmonger like like that that moment oh like such oh i just like that movie's just awesome black panther like so many moments like that whenever like well and i also love that she was so duty bound like she's another one where it's like i i stand like yeah like she had our methods are our methods like this is and like I love that as soon as T'Challa's like, you didn't kill me, she's like, Oh <laughs> shit, dope. That means the fight's not Whoops. over. You better yep, stand the uh, fuck I'm down, gonna... man. You bet like, oh man, like that it was uh it was very like I don't know. That that's another kind of like I didn't want to see Killmonger like necessarily die. Like I did I wanted to see like T'Challa succeed. Like I wanted to see him win, but like I didn't yeah. Oh yeah, obviously, but that didn't yeah, like, have to mean Killmonger, Killmonger was still died. going at it for the right uh, reasons, right reasons, but going to at it the wrong way. I do appreciate it though that it's like there was one way Killmonger mm-hmm. was going to stop pursuing yeah. his goal. Like he was going to he was going to he's manipulative enough and smart enough that if he lives through this situation He'll figure out a way to get back out there. He'll figure out a way to become the ruler of Wakanda some other way. Mm-hmm. At least that's the implication for me, you know, given what we saw in like what if and stuff. And uh, given the fact that they did kill him, because if He's if they don't kill him, it does leave that, that openness for <laughs> redemption. And yeah, that, that, that man is too smart to uh, to leave around. <laughs> yeah, he's. It's it's true, and I, I and Okoye has another great moment in that movie where she uh she looks at Daniel Kaluuya's character, the the leader of the mm. I can't remember what tribe it was that was above, like outside of the perimeter to like kind of watch over and warn people when stuff was coming, and he was who Killmonger brought Ubuntu. Uh, Andy Serkis like- too. I can't remember his name, but Daniel Kaluuya, whenever he's like, you would, like, you choose Wakanda or you choose me? And she and she's like, I choose Wakanda every time, babe. Sorry. And she puts that, she puts the spear to his throat and is like, fuck it's with me, you know, Jabari I got it, tribe. all right? I could have swore the Jabari Wait, tribe was are you not talking about the people in the Ice Mountain? In the mountain. I'm not. I'm talking about the ones who are outside the oh. perimeter who live on the, like, grasslands. Uh, his uh, Daniel Kaluuya plays tribe? him. Here, I'll look it up. 
Mm-hmm. The border tribe, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that that was the uh, the other one that the that... border tribe. Mm-hmm. Wakabi, Wakabi is uh, who Daniel Kaluuya played, but her, him, and Okoye kind of had a little bit of a, a they had a thing going on, and the the fact that he backed Killmonger really put a strain on their relationship. So she had a really cool storyline in Black Panther, and like throughout. The films we've seen, she she's had quite the impact. Mm. But this origin story with Shang Chi here, it's it's one of my favorites. It, it might be my favorite solo MCU movie, and I need to give it some more casual rewatches, not in the theater to say for sure. But I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I have not liked an MCU solo movie on first watch quite as fucking much as I enjoyed Shang-Chi. Like I, I went and saw that in theaters three times. Like it just so many moments in the movie. I was just like, Oh my God, like this, this movie is so much better than I expected. And it just kept getting better. Like just like from that, like I'll I'll spoil one thing. There's a really dope action sequence on a Mm. bus towards the beginning of the movie. And from there on, like there was already an action sequence before that, that gave me chills and nearly brought me to tears. And we were like 10 minutes into the movie. And then, and then there's this action sequence on this bus. And I was just like, Oh, okay. So we're getting Mm. into some really fucking cool shit here. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, and, Shang-Chi can give anybody in the MCU mm. the hands. I'm going to tell you that yeah. right now. Yeah, it's uh, the funny funny thing I remember in the theater. Uh, I won't spoil anything. Uh, the, a door, a very particular door or gateway came on screen. Um, and they named it very, they said, yeah. you know, the way they said it. And we, inst- we, uh. Me and Joe looked at each other, like it was eyes, like a, we went, "Is this Mephisto? happening right now? Like, is uh, we've been talking about Mephisto for the past however long?" And what? Yeah, like it was like the dark, yeah, like, like yeah. the dark gate. And it was just or like something a, like is that. Is this really happening right now? And it's like, oh no, okay, okay, that's <laughs> the gate that the gate that holds back the dweller in darkness. And we were like, oh fuck. But no, that was that wasn't it. We won't. No spoil Mephisto. What it was, sorry, sorry. That wasn't it. It's a cockroach no in there. Mephisto I think. Is there a cockroach in that movie anywhere? I got. I got to look. Whenever it comes out probably, on Disney Plus, I'm gonna probably. I'm gonna look for cockroaches, man. <laughs> oh yeah. But I mean, Shang Chi was character. the shit, and uh, um, the main character of a solo movie that just came out a couple months ago that I am so high on. Like I'm like. I can't say enough good shit about Shang-Chi. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, Okoye. It's going to be Shang-Chi. And I'm I'm interested to see how just how mm-hmm. deep Shang-Chi can make it in this bracket the further and further we get. And uh, I won't spoil who the next match is until the end of this, uh, to his mm-hmm. what his next match is until the end of this. Mm-hmm. But yes, it will there, be. that'll be an interesting one for sure. Let's go to two versus mm-hmm. 15. We've got Doctor Strange <laughs> versus Ghost um, Rider. Not a not a particularly tough one. Yeah, Nicholas Cage, Nick. you can take the uh, take the the L on this one. But uh, <laughs> take but, the door uh, on your left, buddy. You're gone. Ghost Rider is a you know 
not a, it's a force to be reckoned with. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And I cannot wait for him to be folded into the MCU. And uh, you haven't watched, but Marvel's Agents of Shield on Netflix is really fun and entertaining series. Uh, one that you know uh, should you should watch. I think uh, that. Uh, loses its loses its steam as it goes on. It's kind of mm. like, okay, we're really getting out here, you know. Like, how how is this in the MCU? And is it? It seems like it is, y'all. Like, an Agent Coulson is the main character and stuff. Like, mm. but Ghost Rider has an arc in that. He has he 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 pops up and he's he's there for a good a good season or so. And uh, his his season's really fun. And the the way he was brought to life by uh, I believe it was Gabriel Luna. Uh, who played him? Yes, it was Gabriel Luna played him in Agents of Shield. He that was a really good and fun take on Ghost Rider. However, you just can't beat Doctor Strange. If uh, if who by all accounts seems to be the focal point mm-hmm. of this next set. If I had to pick Marvel a favorite shit, standalone Marvel saying? movie. I think my favorite. It's either Iron Man or Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange is two. Like I made I I made a thread on Twitter a few months back after Shang Chi came out when I was real high on it. I was like, here are the top ten origin films in the MCU. And one was into the Spider Verse, or not in the MCU, Marvel or superhero mm-hmm. origin films. I also went with DC and I incorporated like Batman Begins and stuff, but. I had End of the Spider-Verse at 1, Shang-Chi at 2, and Doctor Strange at 3. Like, Doctor Strange mm. at 3 is... Mm. Dude, Doctor Strange is such a good fucking it's, movie. It's uh, a really trippy so movie, good. too. Like, uh, the, like, whenever buildings start so folding and stuff, like, that that's an insane movie, and the visual effects, like, are literally insane. Like, it's... No, yeah. I like it's it's absurd. It's crazy that that's not like talked about more cuz it's honestly some of the craziest visual effects I've ever seen. Buildings literally fold into each other and like create impossible like all the time. Like th- that stuff was happening all the time like in the movie. It's not like it was just a few like yeah. action sequences. It was like all the time this magic stuff's happening and like weird just awesome visual like visual effects and like the story is so like oh i just love that movie that movie's so good dude it's so fucking good and his story where he he's this arrogant asshole of a surgeon who is just great at what he does but doesn't appreciate his ability enough which is a weird way to phrase that Yes, he is cocky and arrogant and is the best at what he does and knows it, but he doesn't appreciate the gift he has. I get what you're saying. I guess. Like, he's saying, like, yeah, you know, like, it's funny. It's a funny, funny way Mm -hmm. to put it, but it's, it's the only way I can think to put it. Uh, He doesn't have respect for his abilities, and it ultimately comes back in a really karmic way. He 
thinks he's indestructible, he can live forever, and he takes that tumble, breaks his fucking hands, and thus you gotta you gotta go to Carmartage. You know, uh, go 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 look into the mystic arts, mm. uh, as it were. Uh, yeah, he really had to dig deep though first. I, I guess he didn't really seek the mystic arts first, or didn't really know. No, he got told <laughs> that it existed, and he was like, "That's bullshit." All right, <laughs> I'm a check. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm a check anyways, uh, just to make sure. Fuck you! You're wrong. I'm a I'm a C though. Gets there, gets mugged, sucks. Um, but then. Get saved. That'd be pretty. Like, if I was getting mugged and then uh, dude in a hood came out of nowhere and just started beating the crap out of all the people who were mugging me, like, shout out Mordo, shout out Mordo, sick. And then he becomes a sorcerer supreme, which is a uh, pretty pretty cool. <laughs> like, what a, what a line, you know? A fixed yeah, yeah. point in history, uh, in time, apparently. Yeah, we. Uh, um, I wonder how long he was there training at Kamartage mm. before he became like the shit cuz like there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot separating the time between when he starts training and when the ancient one dies. Mm. Yeah. I mean <clears throat> he's a fast learner, like he's a doctor, like that's True. what he can do. Like so he's and he's reading all of these books that he that no that no one else can read. And he's supposed to become the Sorcerer Supreme anyways, you know? True, true. Yeah. And this is like all fixed. It's like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, he didn't even need time to train, you know? It's like, uh, I don't know. It's just such a cool, uh, I don't know. It's a whole different outlook on like, uh, his like origin story. It's, yes, like, it is his origin story, but it was just like always meant to be. Oh yeah. So, so like, it's it's an I don't know. It's not like a Spider Man that just like happened to get bit by a radioactive spider. I mean, he I guess Doctor Strange just so happened to become the Sorcerer Supreme. But uh, I don't know. It's just well, uh, I mean, like, there's that moment in Infinity War where, or not in Infinity War, End Game, where Hulk is meeting with the Ancient One. He's like, I just need this for a bit. Uh, Doctor Strange said that she was like, strange, he's not Mm. supposed to be, he's not supposed to be the Sorcerer Supreme for like five years. Like, Like, so like, mm -hmm. it's a fixed point in time. Yeah, that's something that was always going to happen. Yeah, like they explained it in like, in what if, like too, like, whenever he was trying to get her back, like, the ancient one just was like, you becoming the source of Supreme is a fixed point in time. Like you cannot change that. Yeah. And, uh, it's, I don't know. It's kind of a, a sad, a more sad origin story. Like whether he wanted to or not, like this boy was becoming the sorcerer Supreme. I that guess. was, uh, that was a story, man. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, that movie's beautiful and I, I will never movie. get tired of that movie. Nah, it's, it's fantastic. Sorry, Nick Cage. Sorry, Ghost Rider. <laughs> gotta say goodbye. But uh, let's go on to this next one. We've got a uh, 7 versus a 10. Mm. Daredevil versus Quicksilver. Hmm. And this is an interesting one because we've gotten, uh, obviously we've gotten on-screen adaptations of both. We've gotten Daredevil in a movie with Ben Affleck. 
We've gotten that Netflix series, which is critically acclaimed and considered by many the Good. best comic book media Great. series there is. Can't he, he better be in No Way Home. <laughs> like, he's got to be the lawyer, man. No way do you just show a lawyer's hands, you know, and just he, not he be did. Daredevil. They Come did on. show, they did, they've, they've expanded the shot. It wasn't him. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's been confirmed now that that wasn't him. But that's what they want you to think. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe they're faking us out. Maybe they're faking us out. But uh, I would love that. I would love that because I really want Charlie Cox's Daredevil to be in the uh, in the MCU. And whether that's this movie or not, I would like that to happen at some point. Mm. Uh, and this it one's... seems it seems like it will because apparently he's supposed to return as Daredevil in the series Echo, which is eventually supposed to happen. At mm. some point next year, I think. But yeah, so this one is interesting. I, I we've, uh, also got, we've also got Quicksilver, yeah. who was in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. who was uh, a big part of uh, you know Days of Future Past and X Men Apocalypse. Iconic scenes, iconic like. scenes in those movies. Like those are some of the most iconic comic book movie scenes ever for any like no character has such distinct and epic scenes you know what i'm saying like you hear a song and you're like that's quicksilver song and like every time i hear that song like that's the scene that it's like the first thing that pops in my head sweet dreams are made of these yeah, bro. boom it's a it's a it's a bot by the way should be it should be on your playlist um, oh absolutely um but uh i i uh growing up i liked the character of daredevil more but like i think this one's an upset and i think it's a pretty like i don't know okay I, I, I'll, uh, I'll say i'll say this I I need to get to know Daredevil better. Mm. The most shameful thing on my TV and movie watching resume, arguably, is that I haven't watched Daredevil. So you don't even know about the, like, Everessence or whatever, like, what's that one song called? Wake me up! You know that song? Wake like You don't know about that scene where he's no. slicing all the sandbags and, like, no. going through this... Dude, that one scene alone, it's at the open of the movie. I ruined like two VHS, two VHS tapes of Daredevil because I rewound oh, and watched that you're scene. You're talking about the movie. The movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ben- I haven't yeah. seen that in years, but yes, I oh, have seen that. Okay. I was talking about the show. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. oh. I was about to say, man, you don't know about the, you don't know about the wake bro. That scene I watched so many. Times. No, dude, I was so set on the series that I was like, they really put that song in that fucking show. That's like fifteen years yeah, old. No, 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 no the movie. Um, okay, no, yeah, I do actually remember that. Oh okay. my god, dude, I literally like two VHS tapes are b- broken because I rewound it so much that like it. You know, like in a cartoon, yeah. whenever like you do it too much and it just spits out the stuff out out yeah. of it, you know, that legitimately happened to me twice. Yeah, it's, that it, the only movies that's ever happened to me is Daredevil and Spider Man One and Two. That's it. Like those are the only movies that that's ever happened. And uh, 
Yeah, I will say, but... I think Daredevil... Daredevil's really cool, though. The From the comic books really I've read. Good like, and I've, I've read, I've read a lot more Daredevil than I've watched. The uh, show is really good. I've like, heard nothing but. It's so good. And I, I don't know if... I don't know if it's an upset anymore. Like... I had to get you thinking because I was like, I'm not going to do Daredevil justice. If we end the conversation here, I'm going to go Quicksilver. But I it, like Daredevil has always been like, I guess Quicksilver is always going to be in a side like here too. I don't know. This is tough. This is actually hard. Quicksilver is more iconic. I think Quicksilver is, is another one that is, has a more storied history. He showed up much earlier in comic books, uncanny X-Men number four, along with Scarlet, Witch. Where he was, where he was Quicksilver for the first time in, uh, in the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. But I still think Quicksilver wins. I think he does too, and I think we get, I think we get ourselves an upset yeah. there. Where uh, I will say another guy who should not have died for Hawkeye. True, true. Too many people have died. If one person's died for Hawkeye, it's too many people already. We have now two people have died for Hawkeye. Bullshit. Fuck yourself. Yeah, this, is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> just... So yeah, Quicksilver. Quicksilver moves on past Daredevil. Uh, let's go to this next matchup. For me, pretty easy. We got a three versus a uh, fourteen. Black Widow versus Punisher. And frankly, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't get the appeal of Punisher. Never been one that has particularly hit me in the correct way. I do fucks with Black Widow though. Black Widow's dope. Uh, she is she is super fucking cool. Yeah, Punisher. I'm kind of with you. Like I watched Daredevil, and he's in there. Yeah, the Frank Castle shows up as like a uh, who's the guy who plays him? Like John something. He's in the Many Saints in Newark as uh, Johnny Soprano though. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, John Berth Bernthal? Bernthal, yes. Um and I don't know. It, it's it's kind of just a confusing character to me. Like uh how does he not just get arrested? Yeah. Cuz he's yeah, just he, a, he's, he's just a normal guy. He's just a normal guy with like heavy heavy artillery. And he's That's... like literally just openly firing like assault wep like like See, and that's why it doesn't hit right. That's why it doesn't hit right, especially modernly. Yeah, it's like this guy shouldn't be allowed to do what he does. What? And I agree that like most comics, is he the same thing? Yeah, yeah, he's just a dude with a lot of fucking weapons. Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't know. I uh, it's not a superhero to me. Not a hero to me. No, and and he never was like, supposed to be. I don't think. I think he uh, is more in that anti-hero, venom sort of category. Uh, however, he's he's very, like, because he is just a dude with guns. He's much more, uh, dislikable than Venom is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I I, I, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird. Like he's he's just a really good actor, though. Like, John Bernthal's fantastic. I think that's just why a lot of people love this character is just, like, he plays the role well. Like, he just, he's just really, and in Daredevil, he kills it. Like, he does kill it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I really need to watch Venom, and you really need to watch Daredevil. You you would love Daredevil. I, I, and I know I would. Like, yeah. I cannot articulate a reason mm-hmm. as to why I haven't yeah, watched no that show. reason why I haven't watched Venom either. Yeah, it's just something I haven't gotten around to doing. And frankly, I enjoy when I have things I haven't gotten around to doing because it's like, more for later, mm-hmm. mm, snack for later. It's like Westworld in The Sopranos right now. I'm, I'm a, like, there you go. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to Westworld. Oh my God. Dude, it's going to be gorgeous. But let's, uh, and we'll talk more Black Widow the deeper into the uh, tournament we get mm-hmm. as uh, the matchups with her start getting more difficult. She's just really fucking cool mm-hmm. and uh, deserved better from the MCU overall. Yeah. But also got a lot of cool shit, too. Like, I mean, she deserved a solo movie far earlier than she got it. She should have been getting it amidst the run of Iron Man 3, Captain America, Civil War, shit like that. She should have been she should have been right in there. Uh but let's go to our next match. With six and eleven, Doc, Ock, and Sylvie. Now Sylvie's an interesting one to have here mm-hmm. because she is basically an MCU original character. She uh she's based on the Enchantress. However, She's a variant of Loki, therefore she. This is not a character we've seen a whole bunch of. Mm-hmm. Uh, going off against Doc Ock. I gotta go, Doc Ock. The on-screen Doc Ock. Spider-Man Two. Hello, Peter. Come on, man. Come. I mean, come on. Doc, I mean, it's Doc Ock. It's who it is. Dr. Muffucking Octopus. The trailer. When we saw those arms. Come on, man. And I, I, and I, I made this one Doc Ock on purpose. One specific purpose in mind. Into the Spider-Verse Octavia Octopus. Or Octavia. Hmm. Or, or what, what was her name? Uh, oh, oh, because it was like, uh, Dr. Octopus, let me guess. He's like, no, or something like that. Like, no, I'm, she was like, well, to my enemies, I'm Doc Ock. See you know. her. Because Doc... it's Olive... Otto Octavius and. As Dr. Octopus. Dr. Otto Gunther Octavius. Her name is Liv, but what is... They're not, like, saying her other names. And this is only... The wiki page brings up the guy, not the Spider-Verse. What the... Okay, it's Olivia Octavius. That's all. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's what I was looking for. Oh, just the name. Oh, yeah, that's all I was looking at. And uh, Moreover, voiced by Catherine Hahn alongside Agatha Harkness, uh, who's played by Catherine Hahn. So, cool to see the animated Spider-Man in it, the Spider-Verse movie, was like, that's like another Marvel role for a lot of Marvel characters already. Mm. Like, they would go on to play other Marvel characters. Like, she played Octavia, she goes on to play Agatha. Mahershala Ali plays Uncle Aaron, goes on to play Blade. Uh, That's just interesting. Mm. thought that was cool. Uh, Nick Cage 
voice of Spider-Man Noir was also Ghost Rider. <laughs> can't can't leave Nicolas Cage out of this discussion. Cannot. How, how could you? I mean, man, greatest actor of all. Sorry, <laughs> greatest actor of all time. Nah, nah, can't even joke. Uh, I couldn't finish it. But yeah, Doc Ock takes it over Sylvie, and Sylvie's dope. Uh, looking forward to more content with her. Uh, did Loki dirty? Did Loki dirty? And frankly, I resent her deeply at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I get it. You know, she's got she's got to have development too. She can't be. There's no way she thought of all of the repercussions. Like, no, she didn't she was... think like that. Oh, he's going to be at a completely different time. So, like, we're not going to really see each other like for a long, long time. Like, there, she, I don't think she thought like all the way through. No, she didn't. But, she didn't. But uh, and with that, that completes it. That concludes the round of sixty-four, and I think that that'll probably be it for today. Mm. Uh, for the recordings, uh, we will uh, we will be linking back soon though. Uh, let's go through this real quick, mm-hmm. and uh, let's let's discuss what we've got coming next week on the round of thirty-two for this Marvel character tournament. We will have Spider-Man versus Gamora. Mm. We will have Ultron versus Deadpool. We'll have Scarlet Witch versus Jean Grey. Hulk versus Venom. Mm. Iron Man versus Shuri. Sam Wilson versus Magneto. Black Panther versus Odin. Wolverine versus Miles Morales. Steve Rogers versus Cyclops. Loki versus the Winter Soldier. Captain Marvel versus Storm. Thanos versus Green Goblin. Thor versus Rocket. Vision versus Shang-Chi. Doctor Strange versus Quicksilver. And Black Widow versus Doctor Octopus. Mm. It'll be a joy. Oh, man. Back together for uh, for the round of 32 there. It's going to be exciting. We got a lot of big hitters still in there. Got a lot of uh, maybe some... I see some people down near the bottom of the list that can actually make it pretty far. No, yeah, there's there's plenty here. There, um, like, I think I think we've only really got one that's like a shoe in. Mm. I don't think we have any others that are like, oh, they'll definitely make it to the final four. Mm. We only have one for me for my money. Well, I will, I will com- always um, say Ultron should win it all. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep going for him till the end. Um, obviously he shouldn't, but I will never say that he should lose a round. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think one for sure. I only have one. That's, I only have one too. That'll definitely make it. So, but hmm. other than that, we did a pretty good job here. I feel like. Oh yeah. And there was no other choice with that, with that one. Like it was just obvious. Like obviously Spider-Man is going to make it. To yeah. Spider-Man one. is, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man's making it. <laughs> If you guys couldn't figure I mean, out. I mean, I mean, I don't know. We, yeah, but you know, we'll see. According to the people who they think should uh, be moving on every round, you That's could, uh, if you would, go to Patreon.com/slash Bloom, where you'll hear us do all the seating, all of the, uh, all of the planning for this here bracket. Then uh, you'll also find like twenty hours of exclusive content on top of that. Uh, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, and come back. Every week that we do these these bracket episodes, because we'll have the round of sixty four up, 
and we'll have the round of 32 up whenever whenever it's time for that whenever round of 32 is announced for us whenever we put those episodes out so again if you were here for the first time head over to part one check out that round of 64 uh follow on instagram at penny bloom podcast i was colton robertson joined by joseph george thank you very much buddy it's always a pleasure thank you for having me hey of course buddy and i'll see you very soon to talk the round of 32 all right. Peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves. Mm.